Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hey everyone, Heather here. I am so excited for this week's episode. Uh, first, I want to thank everyone who reached out to me on my Instagram. Unfortunately, I had an unexpected passing of my 14-year-old rescue chihuahua. His name was Willie. And it's been a little bit of a shock. And I still think I'm in shock. But I feel so lucky to have had him for 10 years. I rescued him when he was four. And he was a very unique dog especially for being a chihuahua. So we are adjusting here, and now I'm gonna move on to the subject at hand, which is Mackinac Island. And this week, I had the pleasure of speaking with Nicole Dowd, who is the owner of Little Luxuries of Mackinac. Her shop is located below Lilac Tree Suites and Spa, and I know I have done a podcast about it before. All right, so let's sit back and relax. Tune in and listen to Nicole tell you all about her adorable little boutique and some fun little gems that she can fill you in about with the island. Today, everyone, we are talking with Nicole Dowd, who owns the cutest little shop on Mackinac Island, Little Luxuries in Mackinac. And uh, I'm so excited. I'm so honored that she is speaking with us today. I cannot wait to hear more about what is upcoming for the season. So um, please welcome Nicole. And um, I'm going to start out with the first question that I like to ask everyone that comes on. And can you tell the listeners what is your Mackinac origin story? Well, hello, everyone. Um, again, my name is Nicole, and I first started on Mackinac the summer of 2006. And I was in college. I went to Albion College, and I was just looking to make as much money as I could for a summer because I knew the following semester I wanted to do a study abroad program in Australia and I had to earn all that money myself so I waitressed on Mackinac Island at the Gatehouse restaurant. It was the first year of the Gatehouse it used to be called um, the Outpost. I remember that yeah yeah. That outpost. Uh-huh. Yeah so 
I did two summers at the gatehouse while I was in college, and I did um, earn enough money to <laughs> have my experience in Australia for a few months. Yeah, so then after that, I graduated from college and I got a job at Grand Hotel. I was an assistant manager for a season, and then the plan was to work in Okemos as their winter offices are in Okemos. Um, but to kind of sidetrack, I met someone, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> and um, we actually worked together that first summer on the island. Um, we did not date then. We started dating in 2007 um, when he had taken over the grocery store at Dowd's Market. Um, and so, we, of course, I wanted to work on Mackinac after I graduated as we were dating. And so once I graduated from college, actually the next day, I moved up to Mackinac and I started working a few days later at the Grand. And it was a really wonderful experience. I really liked it. I met so many different people from all over the world. And I just learned so much about the hotel. I'm still, I still see so many people that I met there. It's that, so that's really nice. And um, yeah, so then I worked there for a season and then I was on the island for my first winter and I helped out at the grocery store doing produce. I did some substitute teaching at the school and I helped out with the basketball team as well. I was nervous about getting bored in my first winter on the island. so. I definitely made myself very busy that first winter. That sounds like it. I know. So once once you finished at the Grand, well, once you were that got through that winter, is that what made you decide to open a boutique on the island? And then obviously, once you open it, I mean, how how many years has it been now then for you? So that winter, a friend of ours approached us about their retail store that they were selling, and. On Mackinac, you know, most of the jobs are seasonal, and I was just kind of, I liked the grin, but I knew it wasn't something I'd want to do forever. So thinking about the doing something in retail, I thought, well, maybe this could be something that I really love. Now, I had never worked retail before. Um, my mom and I loved going to small boutiques. We, a couple times a year, we would always go to cute little towns and shop, and there's just something about that versus going to a mall. And True. so I just love for little shops. And so Andrew and I kind of just, um, we met and we put our notes and creativity together. And then Little Luxuries was born that, so it was in January when our friend approached us about the retail space. And then we opened May 1st is when I open, and now I'll be entering my 14th season, which is crazy. So I was 23 when I opened, and I was most nervous on day one about the cash register. <laughs> it was a very old cash register, and it didn't work very well, and I was most nervous about that. <laughs> I don't blame you. And it's funny to think back on how the cash registers were then to what they are now. And... Which yeah. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's gotten maybe a little bit easier for you, but thinking back to that, you had the old school. Like, was it a punch in cash register? Was it like one of those old style ones? It was a punch in, and then there was a section of buttons that had the different categories. So depending on what sold, I had to hit the right 
button for like bath and body, home or food. And then changing the paper was very difficult too. Oh, gosh, this, this brings back so many memories. And I, I don't know too, like hearing you say this, this is funny because some listeners might be younger and they don't know they've never, they've never gone through that, you know? So right. this, this is really fun to hear you say that, and that that was something that you were stressed out about. Um, once you got, you know, that started little luxuries, um, what are your hours kind of of operation? And then you, you, like most people have an opening and a closing of the season. What, what works for you with that for your store? So we've always opened May 1st or the very end of April. And then we close the end of October. Now things have changed over the years with websites and the online sales. Um, I had a website pretty early on. It wasn't very busy, <laughs> you know, sales work. <laughs> it may be a couple of sales a week, but um, I actually can't remember when I started um, having the sales in the winter time. But definitely the last few years, especially since the pandemic, the online has been much busier. So we kind of do things a little bit differently now since the pandemic. Um, many customers probably remember that in September and October, I would put most of the store on sale. We were just trying to liquidate. So then in the spring, I could start fresh. Um, and of course, some things would carry over, but it was still nice just to kind of sell out of all those products and then to start fresh because some vendors will change their packaging and just update things over those six months that were closed. Now I don't liquidate and I actually, I, I bring in more fall and Christmas products, which um, has been really exciting to bring into the store and customers really like it. So. Um, the last couple of years, more and more, I'm bringing in more of those seasonal items and I keep ordering throughout the winter. It's not very much, but I like to still keep it, some new exciting things on the website and then we keep our top sellers. Yeah. So I just saw today on your Instagram or you might've posted yesterday, your Instagram stories, you were talking about your Valentine's day uh, sweatshirt yeah. that you're going to be having out. So one thing that the listeners might not know, and because I obsessively watch it and ask people all the time, the lake is frozen now, isn't it? It's frozen. So there's no ferry service going on over there. Correct. So can you tell the listeners, how does that work for you now with doing that and what you have to do to deal with that? Because that is something that I wasn't thinking about. And I thought, this will be really interesting because a lot of people don't don't know how this works then. How do you deal with that? Right. Well, each winter is different. We There may be an ice bridge that goes from um, St. Agnes to the island, or there may not. But the ferry normally does stop for a month or so just because there's too much ice out there. So it stopped about over a week ago now. And the residents on the island are hoping for an ice bridge. So you do have to fly right now. But yesterday, for example, was a very snowy day and the plane did not go maybe until later. But that's the plane is what brings the mail over. So if or if I'm sending things out, that mail goes over to St. Ignis. Um, so it is a very 
you can't really count on, I, I put on our website that we can't do overnight mailing in the winter because yes. it's just reliable. We have posted on our website this year that Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days that our orders will go out. Of course, if, it might even be more than that, but we just have that on there just to be safe. My husband, Andrew, owns the grocery store at Dowd's Market, and his items coming in are a little bit more trickier than mine. Produce, it may sit in St. Ignis for a while because oh, they're bringing yeah. over, and the produce may not come over until five, six o'clock, and then the dray service will meet it at the airport on the island and then bring it down. So it's uh, definitely on island time, and you just you can't really count on things coming at a certain time. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I thought that was interesting that you were saying that and then that you were kind of putting out there for the pre orders for the sweatshirts. Yeah. So we're waiting. I know it shipped. So any day now, the sweatshirt should be here which is super cute by the way guys so you'll have to check that out <laughs> all right so i'm very curious to know what is like what is one of your biggest selling items like you mentioned that you change things you know when you with the vendors and stuff but do you have an item that you consistently bring back and is that because that is your biggest selling item or do you constantly change it you no know, i my top sellers are i've been selling them for 10 years which is or more than that which is kind of fun. Um, lilac, as many of you know, is very popular on the island. So anything lilac sells really well. We have a Mackinac Bath and Body line, and it's made in Michigan, um, made with goat's milk. And there's a few other fragrances, but the lilac is the one that sells the best. There's a lotion, soap, a body butter. And so year after year, and I think I probably sell more every year. And then there's a really nice um, pottery line called Beth Mueller. And I've been carrying that, I think it was since year one or the second year. And they are, they are not cheap. They are very expensive. Um, there's mugs, um, little, like a little spoon dish, vases. And then they have icons of the island. And actually this year, I'm going to bring in a new design just to kind of change it up and that is going to be of the fort. I think what customers like, they like to add a new design to their collection. That's a good idea. The Mackinac Island ornaments are very popular too. Everyone so, wants an ornament, you know, when they're on vacation. That's a great idea. That's so true. Yeah. And what about coffee mugs? Are coffee mugs huge for you too as well? Do they... They are. And out of that Beth Mueller line, she has a coffee mug. So that's very popular. And then we have basic mugs too, um, with different Mackinac scenes on them, which actually um, Kate Dupre has designed. We teamed up with her last year and we have a collection of her designs on our products. So for the listeners, if you remember, Kate is who I spoke with, who owns Watercolor Cafe. You guys will have to check that out for sure. I'm very excited because I've got to actually get in contact with her when I come in May to take an art class there because I think that will be oh, so definitely. fun. Yes. It's very fun. You have I'm to. sure. You just returned from a huge trunk show. And did you find a lot of goodies that you are excited to bring back with you for the store? Yeah. So... Um, every January is the Atlanta Buyers Market. It's a big gift show. It's three large buildings. I never make it through the entire thing. 
um, I'm there for three or four days and it's nine to 10 hour days and I'm just looking for new products or placing reorders with vendors that I've been working with. I meet with reps. Um, there's a handmade in USA section. That's one of my favorites. Um, what else is there? There's, there's showrooms where there's several different vendors within the showroom. There's even furniture, which I'm not looking for that, but they have a little bit of everything. So it's so fun to look, get inspired, see what's really trending right now, and and then just be able to talk with the different vendors. That That is a huge event. Like it looks massive, it looks huge. So I, I, I can't imagine trying to get through all of that. And it's a lot. It's I'm overwhelming. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. So the first uh, time I went, Andrew came with me. He didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out where to go. Yeah, he actually used to come with me to the shows and he would maybe go his own way and look for things and then I'd probably end up on my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's definitely fun and it's I don't mind going alone too because it's just I can really focus then. Or sometimes I'll bring a manager. I brought my mom before too, so yeah, which is fun. Her stand around all day. Too. <laughs> yeah, what a fun experience, though. All right, so what are your goals for the upcoming year with the shop? Well, I have a lot of goals. So since now I'm back to one shop. So some of you may have visited Canvas and Paddle in the artist market the past five to seven years. And um, now this year, moving forward, I'm just going back to Little Luxuries. So I'm really focused on kind of going back to the basics. I want to focus more on training, focus more on custom products, bringing in more things that are exclusive. You can only find them at Little Luxuries. I've always had that, but I uh, just being kind of bounced around between having three stores. I haven't put a hundred percent to that. We're also updating our website, which really needs it. So hopefully that will make it easier for shopping from your phone. Um, I'm always thinking of new things. So there's going to be more gift box options online and just a pro I'm, Sure, probably several more things, but those are kind of the, the main goals right now. Can you give an example of the gift boxes? Uh, because I've seen them, so the listener can know what example, like some examples that you have of the gift boxes. Yeah, sure. Um, so in the summertime, we limit it a little bit just because we're so busy and most people are coming into the store, but we always have a lilac box. Um, we have an island girl box, and so... The prices will range probably 40 to $75, and it's ready to go to gift to someone. We include an enclosure card inside, and then you ship it right in the mail. So it's really nice if you're just, you can't think of something to get someone. Um, we want to help you make that easier. And then at holiday time, we will think of some more themed Christmas boxes we did a love from Mackinac box this past holiday season, and we put in some Murdoch's fudge. We had a Mackinac Island ornament, um, some hot cocoa and marshmallows. 
and right now we have a Valentine box, and then we'll probably do an Easter box, so we a Mother's Day box, and but then we like to have a a pick me up box, like a happy box, just something nice, especially during the winter months when everyone's kind of down. Um, if someone wants either something for themselves or to send to a friend, um, the happy box is a really nice option. Yes, they are very cute. I really like them. I think that's a great idea for anybody to look into if they're needing some gift ideas, especially if they want something for Mackinac because you've got a couple of different items in there. And I think that's a really good option to consider for someone. I really yeah. like that. Selling online is year round. And um, the link is on your Instagram bio, uh, but what would be the website that they would want to go to, to get on there to, to shop if the, for the listeners to know? I will put that on my Instagram, but what is it? So you could just share it on here for them to know where they need to go to go look at your items. It's littleluxuriesofmacnaw.com. Okay. Yeah, luxuries, and it's sometimes people spell luxuries wrong. It's L U X U R I E S. Sometimes um, customers will put in a second E in there, but it's L U X U R I E S. Okay, good to know. And you also have on the, your website, they can join an email list, correct? Yes. Yeah. We are very consistent on the emails. So one to two times a week. We send out an email, but we want to keep it fun and exciting. So um, I know everybody gets a ton of emails in their inbox. So we do, usually on Tuesdays, an email is going to come with things that are on sale that are marked down. And then on Thursdays, an email will come out. It's quite lengthy, <laughs> but it has exciting things in there. Um, it's whether it's new product, it's a link to our blog, um, maybe something that I'm loving right now, a quote, news on the island. So it's more like a newsletter. So I really enjoy putting those together and I have some help too, but it is really, I look forward to those coming out each week. I, I do too. And I think that's the other thing, um, I needed to share is that you also blog with on there too. So do you yeah. want to tell the listeners a little bit about your blog that you like to put on there? It's not just strictly about the shop, is it? Right. And it's not strictly about the island either. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's about anything that might be inspiring me about little projects for kids to do. Um, it might be about our family. Some things are about the island and the shop maybe things that I'm liking right now, it, maybe for our home or fashion. So it's really a variety of things, recipes. Um, I found that viewers really like the recipes and I like to share them. And this time of year is when I really have more time to cook and bake. Yes. <laughs> but it's fun. I'm actually working on one right now about our wedding back oh. in 2010, but I, a friend said, you really need to share the details about your wedding because it was a week before Christmas on Mackinac and it was quite detailed. We had to, you know, not very many places were open. So we had to do a lot of work on our end, but it was definitely worth it and a lot of fun. I think that so. that would be a great idea to see how that was done because it's, yeah, what, again, there's Logistics. not a lot of 
Yes, there's right. not a lot open. So to do that had to be really tricky, and but probably so beautiful too. It was. We were very nervous the week of. We did not have very much snow. And the reception was at the Woods Restaurant, which mm -hmm. is up by Stonecliff. And we were very worried. Um, and then it snowed the day before and the day of a ton. So it was really pretty. Oh, I love that. I think it's... And, and the listeners have not had an opportunity. You need to get on not only her page, but anybody of the local places on the island to see the pictures of how pretty the island is right now. Because you guys have really, like, gotten snow pretty much, I we feel like, have, consistently. Especially this last week. And the sunsets this time of year are just spectacular. Oh, gosh. The sunrises are my favorite. I don't know why. I don't often go look at sunsets, but the sunrises are just beautiful. I need to do that next time. Okay, so this last weekend um, um, on my podcast, I talked about people hiring on the island. So hiring of staff. How exactly does this process start? And for example, what do you look for in employees? Is it, you know, it's obviously got to be so much more than the store. When somebody is coming there, it's an experience, uh, kind of like what you have. And do you feel like your employees really soak it in? And do you have a lot that return for you with um, hiring? That's a great question. I think a lot of people wonder what is it like working on the island or how does that happen? Um, so usually the first of January, we start hiring. We put something out on our social media and the Mackinac Island Facebook page, um, you can post that you're hiring on that. And that's very popular. So those who are listening um, are interested in working on the island, go to the Mackinac Island Facebook page and you can see all the different businesses. I mean, everybody is hiring right now. And so we require a resume and two to three references. So I'll call or FaceTime, um, you know, a variety of people. And, but it kind of depends on how long they can stay. Some, I'm, I'm mainly hiring college students and then I need a few that can stay the full season. So the full season part is the tricky part. And then we provide housing. A lot of the businesses do provide housing. Some even have a meal plan, which is really nice. More of the bigger businesses like Grand Hotel and Mission Point offer that. And um, we have a house in Harrisonville, which is in the middle of the island. It's $80 a week is what we charge. That includes your internet, there's a washer dryer, there's a kitchen, living room, there's four different rooms. So it's very comfortable. And I really try to make everybody feel at home when they're there because everybody's coming a distance from home. It might be their first time away. And they're scared, as I know I was when yeah. I first came to the island. Um, I also try to do team outings where I take my staff maybe to the Grand, to the the Cupola Bar. I don't know if you've ever been there. The very top, it's beautiful. And then there's dancing in the terrace room. Um, we might go on a bike ride and have a picnic, have a little campfire. And I do, I hope, and I do think that those are some of the best memories that the girls take back from working on the island. I agree. I think that's um, something that people, and, and the thing is too, is that 
they they work hard like they they come in knowing like you're very upfront saying listen this is what you have to work but there's so much that they can enjoy on the outside part of not working too that it's so worth it in the long run. I think I've, I've never done it right. but I just <laughs> what I think would be great you know and you starting out working there and then creating this I feel that that makes a lot of sense to me that they could enjoy that Right. My first summer on the island, I was in a little dorm room. It was not very <laughs> fancy, um, but that was fine. And someone, I always remember this, someone told me, don't spend time in your room, be outside, be, you know, you're on Mackinac Island, you're only here for three months, so make the most of it. So I always try to tell my staff that from the beginning to make your bucket list when you, you know, you first get there of everything that you want to do on the island and ride your bike around the island. Maybe some people I know will put in so many miles biking or walking or running and have goals before they leave because you don't know if you're going to be able to come back next summer. That's very true. That's so true. You know, um, so when future employees come to the island, if they have a car, what do they do with that? And should they bother to keep that on the other side of the island or should they have somebody drop them off? Like if somebody is going to be coming there to work there, what are your suggestions for something like that? So Starline and Shepler's offer parking. It's not the cheapest though. So for a college student, I don't recommend having a car if you don't need it. My first two summers, I did not have a car. I didn't really need to go across. I had, you know, you have kind of everything that you need. Um, also, you get one day off a week normally. And I didn't think that it sounded fun to spend that one day off going to get groceries or different cosmetics or whatever you needed because you can get that all on the island or if you need to order online or I would also have family and friends come and maybe bring a load of snacks for me and then some employees have that meal plan too but the parking is tricky and plus it's just been getting busier the past few summers so if you need to catch a ferry back maybe before your shift it it might not be guaranteed that you get back on time because the ferries are so busy so, and it's, it's stressful going across too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's a good point. I never thought about that with it being busy like that. Cause yeah. So I recommend if you don't need a car, don't bring it. You're going to save yourself money because you also have to purchase a boat ticket too, which Island employees do get a discount. Um, I'm not sure what the discount is, but I know that you can only get the discounted tickets when you're on the Island. Okay. So when you're leaving the island, you get your round trip ticket and then you have to show proof of employment. Do you tell the employees that ahead of time? Like, do they ask you or do you suggest it to them at all? I do tell them. I tell them. And then I also tell them to go to that Mackinac Island Facebook page because it's really nice. They have saved tabs at the very top with different files about the parking um, accommodations on the island, um, maybe activities. They have a, it's very organized. So I do recommend people to go to that and, and look. That's great. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing that with them. So that way the listeners can check that out. It's 
crucial. I think people forget to look at the tabs at the top of a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm guilty of it, but that's, I'm glad you mentioned that. I really am. Yeah. Okay. So what, once you kind of established your staff, do you focus more on the inventory and the continual buying of the shop and online sales? Is that something that you tend to go into once you've kind of gotten everyone settled in at the shop? Yeah, usually by middle of June, end of June, everybody is pretty well acquainted and feeling more comfortable. And then it's just continuously fast paced. So we're reordering, um, trying to change up displays as needed. We we change up our window displays every two to three weeks. It's kind of with the themes through the summer. So um, Lilac Festival and then the 4th of July, the yacht races. And then we have kind of a, a freebie one where we can be creative and do whatever we want. And then I think by then it goes in the back to school and, and fall and Halloween. Um, so things like that are always keeping us busy. And this year I'm going to have some trunk shows or artist appearances where I'm bringing maybe some artists that I had at the artist market and maybe I can't sell their product all the time at Little Luxuries, but I still want to incorporate that into Little Luxuries. As many of you know, I love handmade products. Yes. So um, I have a little list going of different artists that I'll want to bring in for a weekend and they might be in the store for a few hours, but then their product will be there for a couple of days. So we are always setting up and taking things down. Um, and then I like to just make sure everybody is happy and everybody's doing their job correctly. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that you had, was it some interns uh, from different colleges last year? Yeah, yeah, can you talk about that a little bit? Did, was that something that, that they approached you? Did you approach them? How did that come about? Kind of both. Um, I haven't been able to have an intern every year, but last year I had two. And the year before I had one and they were all from Central Michigan University, their fashion and merchandising program. So it was so nice to have them and also for me to hear what they're learning in school because I didn't go to school for that. I'm learning as is and more hands-on. So it's a win-win for both of us and they're very serious and focused about the job because they also have to get a credit for the internship. And so we put together a kind of a timeline and different projects that they have to complete. And, you know, we set up a time where they have to meet with me and they ask me any questions that they have. I show them what I do. Um, they go over different merchandising. They'll do a window display on their own. So it's really fun. Um, this year, I don't know. I, hopefully I'll find an intern. I email different universities that have those programs and then the professor lets their students know. Okay. So works. That makes yeah. sense. Yes. Okay. So listeners, if you know anyone that is in that market, take, take note. Cause I think, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, a I, great just, experience. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some different questions that don't have to do more with the shop because you are a resident and you have been there forever. What is your personal favorite season of the island? That's a good question. 
probably the fall. Fall's my favorite too. But summer, but fall is nice because it's a little less busy. September is a really good time to visit. Um, it's just after the mad summer rush in September weather can just be beautiful, you know, fifties, sixties. And it's, yeah, it's just, I think that's a really good time. October is nice, but sometimes you never know with, you could get rain or snow, but definitely September is my favorite. That's yeah. That's a good one. I have to agree with you on that. A best time for somebody to come to the Island. Like, do you think it maybe depends on the person? Like if they don't like crowds, obviously there's a certain time that they would want to come. I mean, is there something, have people ever asked you that kind of a question? And Yeah. People ask us a lot of questions and that is one of them. And it really depends on the person because some people have been in the winter and once they visit in the winter, they don't want to come back in the summer. <laughs> that experience of having nobody on main street summer time and you know some people might bring their boat over or so it really depends on maybe their family situation but I do recommend visiting every season if you can and then because each season is a very different experience um, in May and early June May it's more just everything is opening back up and it's still it's less busy and then but we do get those little flies I think it's at the end of May oh so. yes Yes, they don't thanks. bite or anything, but they're annoying. So I know people have come in May and probably said they don't want to do that again. But you never know <laughs> if there's wind, they might not be out or they're more in Mackinac City. Um, but June is also one of my favorite months. And with the Lilac Festival, Lilac time is just it's so beautiful. It smells so good. Um, and then it, really each month is just so nice and different. Um so yeah, so I really recommend visiting every, you know, each season if you can. So do you have a favorite gem that you like to share with people to check out that some people might not know about that yeah. you would say, go check it out? Well, I have a few, but one of my favorites is up by Anne's tablet. So if you go to the East Bluff, um, you could also get there if you're at Dowd's Market and you go up Fort Hill. You have the governor's summer residence there on the left at the top, which is a beautiful view. And then you walk over to the right, like you're going to the fort. Um, tucked in the woods is Anne's tablet, this little nook almost in the woods. And you can see the bridge round island downtown you just you get a view of everything so it's so beautiful and there's a trail back there that you can walk over more towards the west and you see the fort just perfectly so it's it's gorgeous um sunset rock is really pretty i don't get up there as much with the little kids but um what else do i like well inside like the cupola bar i think is kind of a hidden gem most people don't know about that i agree and i agree Windermere point too um yes. even if the street is busy Windermere point usually isn't going to be packed and that's just a very nice open area that if you have kids they can run around fly kites throw rocks in the water and then there's the dog house there where you can grab a nice hot dog or hamburger and chips 
Yes. Yeah. I like to hide behind the library back there. I love that little spot yes. there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I would do that my first couple of summers on the island. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a quiet little place like that. And I know, um, okay. So here's, a, here's another interesting one. I, I personally try to stay someplace different each time I come to the island. I like to, I like to, I also like to share it with people. So that way if they ask me where to stay. So um, as you, if let's say you were a tourist coming to the island, where would you stay? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first place that I stayed on the island with my parents before I worked on the island was Mativier Inn. I just always thought it looked so pretty, the gardens and the very cute bed and breakfast on Market Street, for those of you who don't know. And I convinced my dad <laughs> to, to stay there, and it was really nice. Um, any of the bed and breakfasts are very nice. It's also kind of what you're looking for. And again, with visiting the island like every season, I also think it's fun to try different hotels because each of them bring a different experience to your stay on the island. Um, if you were to stay at Mission Point, and then you stay downtown, they're both very different. Now, Mission Point, it's nice because you're away from downtown and there's that big lawn and a pool and a couple of restaurants and shops. Um, now, Grand Hotel is going to be very different too. And so we've stayed at the Grand and you know we love that. Um, but for down, so I guess I would stay at the Grand, I would stay at Mission Point. And any place on Market Street. And then for on Main Street, I don't know because I don't like the busy bus. <laughs> all yeah. busy. Um, I, I get that. I get that. Everyone's different. Well, Windermere Point because that's uh-huh. right. Or the Windermere, not Windermere Point, but the Windermere. I, would, I love that porch and you're downtown, but you're right at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think uh, that's one thing that, when people personally ask me, I, that's the one question I ask. do you want to be in the hustle and bustle of it all? But there's, there's, and I think you can agree, there's a huge difference from main street to market street and they're just a street off from each other, but huge difference when you stay on those streets, even when it's busy, that it's, it, there's a different flow of traffic and feeling to it. So I think that that, that makes a difference on what you might want to experience as far as, that can come about. Right. Even the Iroquois is beautiful and that's right across from the Windermere. I've never stayed there before, but I would love to. Um, it also depends on your budget too. I think there's um, like the Murray Hotel is a little more budget friendly and that's right downtown. And I love how kind of antique it looks inside yeah. and all the is it mirrors that are on the wall going up the stairs? They had, they have mirrors and they have pictures. And I, um, I stayed there last July. I'd never stayed there. And I have to agree with you. It's just a very antique feeling to it, but it's very cozy. I really, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a restaurant in the back and they have fudge. So they have it's, yeah, it's very cozy and cute. And you, I think you kind of feel like you're stepping back into time a little bit when you're there. That's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah. There, yeah. And it is, it's very cost-friendly. I was, I was really impressed with that too. And they have a nice little sun deck area too, with a hot tub. So that's something that if some oh, people yeah, like that, nice. yeah. 
but yeah, I was just, I, I just was always curious, you know, cause there's, I don't think people understand how many places there are to stay on the Island. There are a lot. And so right. it's, it really can come down to what you sometimes personally like to do with that. So let's say you were coming over there now that you're familiar with the Island and what would you do as a tourist to go around the Island, to enjoy the Island for the day? If somebody were to ask you, okay, tell me what you would suggest to do. So I always suggest to tourists to definitely rent bikes if they're able to and ride around the island. I think that's just, that's a lot of fun and pack a picnic or you can stop at Dowd's and they have some sandwiches and different things to go. The picnic thing I just think is perfect when you're riding around the island. Um, I also, I think the fort, I think a lot of people just kind of oversee the fort, but that has so much of the history of how the island became what it is. And more and more, I take our kids up there and I really enjoy it. And there's so many other different landmarks that the state park has downtown, like the Biddle House, um, I think it's the Stewarts. I'm drawing a blank on some of the names. They're on Market Street. And it's really fun to take our children there. And then I'm also learning as well because I didn't do that when I was just here working in the summertime. And we, you know, when you don't have kids, you get so busy and maybe just don't think to do those historical things. And so I, I would suggest any of the historical things and then um, what, oh, a carriage ride, definitely a carriage ride. And I think that it's like an hour and a half, two hour event and you learn a lot from that. So definitely those three things. And then of course, some shopping and um, maybe dine outside lastly, before you catch the ferry back, if you're just there for the day. Yeah. Cause that's a full day. Cause if you think about how long to ride around the island and the fort. I I love the fort too. I need to get back up into the fort again too. I feel like you learn something new every time you go there. And mm-hmm. the view is spectacular. The view. And they have the tea room there oh, where yeah. you can forgot yeah. about and that. That's a it's a gorgeous view. And the yeah. food is really good too. Isn't it is it a part of the grand? Is it part of the grand? Yes. The okay. grand leases it from the state park, I believe. So for the listeners, when you come in on the ferry and you look up at the uh, fort, you'll look up and you see all these yellow umbrellas. That's that's what we're talking about because that's where you'll be sitting. So you're overlooking Marquette Park and kind of looking down on everything happening. So that's that's a great place to definitely experience. Even just for a snack, I would think, you know, just a nice Mm -hmm. afternoon snack. Yeah, Um, but yeah, those are full activities. And with the fort, I didn't, I didn't know this the first time we did it. Like you were talking about the Biddle house, you go down on market street, there's all this other stuff that is part of the fort ticket that gets you into those. That is so interesting for people to take in. So I'm sure they mention it, but I, it just went right over my head. So that is a full day of activities. Cause then if you end with shopping and eating, it's like the whole day has gone by before you know it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's a great, that's a great idea to do that. Now, is there anything that you would recommend to the listeners to consider when they are coming to the Island? 
that they might not think about ahead of time? Is there anything that you can think of to throw out there for them to kind of help make their trip a little bit better? Is there anything that you, is on your mind with that? I would recommend visiting the Tourism Bureau. And when you get off the Starline dock, it's directly across the street. So they can stop there and pick up a map of the island. I think it's definitely important to have a map. Well, this is just a side tip, but dressing in layers because it's usually cooler on the island and bringing your sunscreen. Oh, good um, point. And I think just being open where you might be set on maybe eating at the Pink Pony or um, or horns or something, but the lines could be very long. So, you know, you don't want to get your, get upset that you can't get into the restaurant you really wanted to, but, but, but to be open because you never know how many people are going to be there, how busy it will be. So to be open to maybe grab lunch and sit in Marquette park or go down to the dog house. And, you know, so you kind of have to be flexible and know that you know, for those who have never been there, that yes, it's you, it, it is a street where you have to watch where you're going. <laughs> There's a lot of bikes and horses and the horse poop too. So you have to watch out where you're going. And if it's raining, I do recommend definitely, you know, bringing a poncho or an umbrella because it's not that much fun when it's raining on the island because it's so outdoorsy. Um, so definitely you, you kind of have to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's great points to put out there. And I mean, I think one thing too, I try to always emphasize to people with the traffic downtown is if it is busy, you really need to pay attention because horses have the right away. They have the right away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. And so, and then the listeners, um, I didn't mention this too. You have three boys too. And so they are there with you in the summer. And do they come in and help you ever in the shop at all sometimes? Or do they go down and help their dad down at the grocery store? Do they love doing that? They do. So Johnny is our youngest and he's three. So he doesn't really help yet. But uh, Louie is eight now and Tommy is six. And last summer, Louie was really interested in helping his dad at the grocery store. I think my store is a little too girly for him. (laughs) (laughs) But he really enjoyed working, um, doing stock or pricing things or kind of helping wherever where they needed him. And Tommy, he worked a little bit at the market, but he kind of liked working for me. Oh, cute. (laughs) I maybe just follow me around doing a variety of things or dusting or sweeping. So maybe it's because I'm not as hard (laughs) as working at the (laughs) store. Maybe it's a little too relaxed. But no, I think it's important that they kind of see what we do and they want to be with us too. So um, they'll come down for an hour or two. And Louie's already talking about this summer. He wants to work at the dog house a little bit and the grocery store. <laughs> that is so cute. I mean, that that has to be such a fun experience for them to, to you know, excuse me, to see all of that and, and to participate in with it too. And then you guys uh-huh. are so busy in the summer as both of you working and running businesses that to take time off to have a day, you know, like that you get to enjoy the island with the boys. I mean, has, has you been able to work that into everything for yourselves too, as the years have gone on? 
Yeah, so the last few years, we've dedicated Sundays to be our family day. Of course, things come up and that doesn't always happen. Or maybe we both have to work in the morning, but then we'll have the rest of the day to be with them. And so Sundays, we like to go to the Grand Hotel pool or um, maybe go back out by British Landing. And there's a kind of a little beachy area, more rock, but... (laughs) just kind of escape from downtown um and the boys always look forward to sundays yes yes they are adorable by the way if you guys do not follow her you need to follow her online because they are so cute and um i just just three boys too. keep you going yeah they do <laughs> and at their ages but that's fun for you guys but Nicole, I can't thank you enough. This has been so wonderful. And you giving and sharing all this information for the listeners to take on. I, of course, will be sharing everything. I'm sure a lot of them follow you on social media, but if not, they, I'm sure that they will. And then if not, they can reach out to you. But I encourage everyone to get on the website and get on the email list because that's something I look forward to reading and looking into and you're really good about sharing items that are on sale in your Instagram stories too, which is another thing that is uh, something that I think the listeners would like to know too, because um, right now, like you, you have quite a few items on sale too. Yeah. And the website can get overwhelming. So I think kind of taking a few items that we really want to push throughout the week and put those on our stories and on Facebook and have a picture with it. I think then that just makes the customer see, oh yeah, that's on sale now. And it's this price, you know, just making it more simplified for the shopper. Yes. For them. And I can't remember, do you offer, is it free shipping over a certain price point over? Yep. So free shipping, if you spend $75 or more, and then it's eight ninety five when it's I think it's forty dollars and under, and then forty to seventy four dollars it's twelve ninety five. Okay, okay, yeah. So that's I mean, and honestly, when you start getting the cute little items that add up, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna it's, tell the listeners that some of my favorite items from your store. I love all your stickers. I love your stickers. I have a lot of the stickers actually on my desk. Oh yeah, so do we. <laughs> oh, they're so cute and. You have these little, I don't know, they're like silicone wine tumblers. Those, mm-hmm. those yeah, with are the so- Island Girl. Yes, with the Island Girl, which Island Girl line is a great line too that you have there. And I love that Island Girl line. I love all that you have going with it. And then I have your tote, your tote, which I love. That is fantastic. It is so durable. It is a wonderful tote and it's a reusable one. And I use it all the time. And people always ask about it, but it's really a nice, strong, durable tote bag that I keep in my trunk and use it. And then when I come to the island, the pink tote bag, uh, or the, the bur- burlap one, the burlap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can fit a lot in there. You can fit so much in there. Oh my gosh. That's my Trader Joe bag. When I go there, that's <laughs> stuff that full, but yeah. So for, for the listeners, be sure to always watch her Instagram stories because she posts what's on sale. She's really good about putting that out there. So many cute items that are coming up. But Nicole, thank you again so much. You are so busy and I really appreciate you taking the time out to do this interview and to talk with us and to do all of that. Yeah, it means well, a lot. Thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Thank you. 
That was so much fun. I, again, cannot thank Nicole enough for coming on here and sharing not only all the information about her store, but also some other insights of the island that you might not be familiar with. As always, I will be sharing pictures on my Instagram page. She, of course, has a fantastic Instagram page, a website, everything. It'll be on my blog, Totally Mackinac, and then with my Instagram page, Totally Mackinac Island, and also posting in my stories. Be sure to look for those. All right, gang. Well, I hope everyone has a great week, and I look forward to talking to you till next time. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather. Heather.